You're listening to Good Morning with Ashley, where we will journey through finding the good in life's transitions. Hey, family. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to be back. It has been a while, hasn't it? But I am here, you guys. We are here with the Good Morning Podcast Season 2. And listen, we're coming out the gate with just some heat. I mean, this is just the season that we're in. We just got to keep it moving, right? Uh, So just very, very quickly, you know, we're just going to have a quick chit chat. And um, we're going to reference one of my favorite Bible stories. Um, I think it's one of my favorite because it talks about basically the obedience of a believer. Um, In Genesis 19, there's a story about a man named Lot and his family and how they lived in a city that was full of sin, lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. And it was just a place of ridiculousness. Okay, let's just be real. You know, there were men with men and women with women and, you know, just all kinds of sin and things that were taking place here. And it was so um, just not a place for a believer to be. And so in the story, uh, there were two angels that came to Lot and told him that it was time for him and his family to go that he needed to grab his wife and his daughters and that they needed to go and flee the city because God was getting ready to destroy it. And um, in this, I just want to put that little, just put a little, just a little period right there and say that God will always send an angel in a moment when you need to hear, you know, angel may not be a physical angel, but it may be your mom. It may be your sister. It may be a friend. It may be somebody who cares about you deeply that tells you or gives you a warning about something that's getting ready to happen to you. And so in this story, there were angels that came to visit him and told him that God was getting ready to destroy the city and that they needed to leave, you know, because he wanted to show mercy unto him and his family. And while it was difficult to wrap his mind around all of this, you know, Lot obeyed, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he obeyed and he grabbed his wife and he grabbed his daughters and they flee, they fled the city. The angels made, you know, a specific request and saying, go and don't look back. And as they were running out of the city, trying to get where they could go as far as they could, Lot's wife, they didn't give her a name. But Lot's wife looked back and as she looked back, her body turned into a pillar of salt, which means she turned into a statue and the statue stood in this place of just looking back at what God was trying to deliver them from. And so to make a parallel today with all of you, we have all been Lot's wife. We have all stood in a place of wanting to stay in a place that just was comfortable for us. It was what we liked, no matter what it was, no matter how bad it was. We wanted to be there. We wanted to stay. And we've all had people like Lot who was just obedient to what the Lord was saying and trying to help us get out of those places. But we have a mind of our own and we got to want it for ourselves. And obviously in this story, Lot's wife did not want it for herself. She wanted the past because she could not accurately see her future. Can you find yourself in this story is what I'm asking you. Have you not been able to move on without looking back? Has God sent signs and 
all kinds of signals and red flags and angels and friends and sisters and brothers and cousins and people you don't even know to warn you about what's getting ready to happen to you if you don't keep moving. The question is why, as a believer, how come we can't just obey God and obey what he's asking us to do straightway? Why do we have to negotiate? Why do we have to look back? Where is your heart? Is your heart longing for better? Or is your heart longing for what's familiar? That's what you need to ask yourself today. So many of us are wrapped up in situations that we no longer have to be in, honestly. But the reason that we are there is because we are not facing our future with faith. We don't know what's going to happen. And because we can't see it, we'd rather be comfortable in what we've been in. How do you expect? How do you expect to get over those heartbreaks? How do you expect to get over uh, that loss of friendship? How do you expect to uh, move on with your life after something tragic has happened? If you keep looking back when God is trying to bring you out of that place. Here's a time for self-evaluation and self-reflection. Get that thing in your head. Get that thing in your mind, that place that place that has just been so comfortable for you and ask yourself what there is beneficial for me? Why am I staying in this place? Why do I keep looking back? Am I getting ready to turn into a pillar of salt? Am I going to be stuck in my past because I don't know my future? See, the problem is, or I would not even the problem, I would say the benefit of trusting God is that he knows all he sees all and he has a plan for your life. Remember, we talked about this in our last episode of season one. The last episode talked about there is a plan in place. But the only way that we can trust that plan is to just allow God to be God and us. We need to be obedient to what he's asking us to do. We have to strip ourselves of our own way and our own will and our own desires. And it's not to say that God doesn't honor the desires of our hearts and that he um, just only wants what he wants for us. But the, the wonderful thing about God is that if our desires line up with his will, he'll allow it to happen. He'll even allow us to look back. And bring us out still. But you don't ever want to be caught in that place where you only get to look back one last time and there's no more looking forward. Check yourself today. Because there is no time to continue to have ourselves constantly repeating cycles that are unnecessary. You know, they say, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Or maybe I'm saying it backwards. I think it's fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Either way, don't continue to be fooled by what you think is the best for you. Don't continue to be fooled by what's familiar. It's time to break the cycle. What, what would have happened if Lot would have looked back with his wife? All of that warning would have been in vain. All of that sparing would have been in vain. 
the angels coming to help him would have been in vain. They could have just destroyed the place without even warning him and his family if he had to look back. There was something in Lot that trusted God more, more than what Sodom and Gomorrah had to offer him. So what do you need to do to get in that place? What do you need to do to become like Lot and not like his wife? I'm sure he could have looked back. I'm sure he wanted to. But it was his obedience and his faith and his trust in God that helped him be spared, helped his daughters to be spared. Sometimes you can't save everybody. Sometimes you just got to save yourself. So save yourself. We don't have to continue again in these cycles, these repetitive cycles that are no good for us, these repetitive cycles that are holding us up, these cycles that are hindering us. There's so much more to life than looking back. Jonathan McReynolds has probably one of my favorite songs out right now, and it just says I'm moving on. I know my rear view can't compare to what God will do in my life. My rear view, what's behind me, can't compare to what God is getting ready to do. The problem is we just don't trust God. We don't trust him enough with our future. We don't trust his plan enough because we got to know everything, right? You know, we're humans. We got to know every plan. Okay. When we don't know what's getting ready to happen, we, we don't really, we don't, we don't mess with it. If we don't know what's going to happen, but that's just not how faith works. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You do not know. You do not know. You can't see it. But you're hoping. It is the evidence of things not seen. So although, you know, my my analogy would be going on a road trip. You know, you, you know that there is a destination. There's a place that you're headed. But all you see in front of you is open road. But you know that if you just keep going, you're going to get to where it is that you desire to be. We trust the GPS more than we trust God. We got more faith in Siri and and MapQuest and Google Maps than we do in God because it's directing us to a place. Whereas we're not trusting the author and the finisher of our faith. What are we doing here? What are we doing as believers if we just keep looking back? It's an insult to God. It's an insult to who he is. So this is what you need to do today. Don't look back again. It's tempting. The relationship. That young man. Oh, he make your liver quiver. Yes, he does. But he's no good. And you've been getting signs and people have been talking to you and trying to help you. And sis, stop looking back. He's going to destroy you. Listen to what God is telling you to do. Move out from that. There's somebody right now who's contemplating leaving their job. It's a toxic place. You're not growing. You're not getting what you need to succeed. 
But you keep looking back at it because the money is good and this and that and that and all that different stuff. Sometimes it ain't about what it can do for you. Sometimes some of the most amazing things on paper are the worst things for our lives. Listen to the voice of the Lord. That's all I'm saying. You've received warnings. You receive red flags. I don't know how much, how many more red flags do we need to stop looking back? The signs are everywhere. Y'all. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. How can you find the good in life's transitions when you're not going nowhere? You're not transitioning because you're still looking back. It's time to move forward. It's time to move on. It's time to get to work. So as we continue to find the good in life's transitions, remember that you can only do that if you keep moving. So I challenge you today and every day from henceforth. Yes, henceforth, I'm bringing it out the Bible from henceforth. I challenge you to keep moving. Don't look back. Don't be salty. I'm saying don't be salty. Don't be Lot's wife. Don't turn into a pillar of salt. Don't be stuck looking back at your past. It is time to move on and continue to find the good in life's transitions.